What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. I got my man, $4 Sean, here with me. You guys are listening to One Sided to be featured on the Take the Street split with the Parasitics from New Jersey due out on Pogo City Records next year. Let's check out Locked Up now. one-sided as i said in the intro it's going to be released on the take the streets split but uh let's say what's up to my man four dollars show what's going on pogo land how you doing friday afternoon hanging out yes doing some pogo fucking uh plenty of people on their way to houston right now yeah we're plenty of people flying out now uh i would definitely be there but it is my daughter's birthday tomorrow little sheena punk rocker Turning six tomorrow, so I will not be at tonight and tomorrow's show in Houston, but plenty of the listeners will be. Like yeah, our boy know. Ricardo, are they playing? Are Broken yes, Cups playing? The Broken yes, Cups are Broken playing. The Wheels, Endless Struggle, Blank oh, Seven. The lineup seven. is so sick, dude. It's a, it's a great lineup. Houston, Texas, this weekend, Punk's Christmas. From what I've been told, it's kind of the uh, reboot of uh, Fuck You, We Rule. Like it's the right. same. You know what I mean? Right. Tony, I think, is doing the majority of putting it on from the wheels and everything okay. and uh yeah so me and sean were downstairs we're both you made that post that says is it punk rock to like christmas what did you say <laughs> i said uh yeah i said is it punk rock to love christmas just kidding i don't, I don't care, care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah me and sean both real big on the holiday season i love halloween I love Christmas. It's a blast. And we have our wheels decorations up yep. because uh, this year now, now it's actually coming out on time because of COVID. The Christmas album came out last year, two tracks, seven inch, by the wheels, Boulevard Trash. And uh, it came out kind of after Christmas for some people like me because yeah, of shipping delays. It, yep, I didn't get it till after Christmas either. But today, 
is the re-release, yes. and the party is in Houston. And uh, the original press you could get on red, green, or what was the original? Red and green? Is red, that all green, it? or clear. And uh, each one of them came with a Wheels Christmas ornament, the logo, and it was a different color. But from what I hear, the repress going to be on that glow-in-the-dark vinyl. Dark, yeah. I guess that's that new thing. I, I never saw it before. I wanna, don't quote me on this. I want to say it's glow-in-the-dark and pink. Ooh, which is pretty awesome too. Yeah, because I usually see that greenish glow in the dark. The only glow in the dark record I've ever seen is the Sloppy Seconds one I bought for Rude Girl Jess on her birthday from the band in August. And uh, at first, I was like, "Oh, this is a really weird white like marble." And I was like, "That kind of looks like that glow in the dark stuff." And yeah, dude, the fucking record. Yeah, glows. that's awesome. I almost kept it. I was like, it was perfect for her. I bought her for her birthday, and then I saw it glow, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I was like, no, <laughs> I have to give it to her. <laughs> but speaking of giving a shit away, it's not that much, but nothing comes for free. If you guys come out to the uh, December 11th show, one-sided in Newark with uh, Blank 77, U.S. Chaos, and the Stolen Wheelchairs, uh, we're going to be handing out some free swag there. Got some new pins made up for the upcoming split seven inch with the parasitics yeah that's awesome they actually look awesome they're the biggest they came pins. out really good yeah the biggest pins we've ever printed we never go with inch and, and they a quarter. got that uh reversible they, yeah they're high thing. end you can spin them and not break them to adjust them right but i'll be passing them out at the show they got rob from dead end generations design on it you guys can't see it in the camera but perhaps you've seen it shared on Facebook and stuff. You guys can go over to at Pogo City Radio on Instagram to see the artwork. Or better yet, go to pogocity.shop and pre-order the album of The Parasitics and one-sided. Plenty of people have. This record hasn't even come out yet, and it's definitely the most successful record <laughs> I've ever been a part of, and we couldn't appreciate it more. So, uh, yeah, come out the Saving 11th. the scene. Come out December 11th and uh, get some free stickers and pins. We'll be playing first. We've never played first, but we will be playing first at a 6.30, I'm told. Thrilled about playing at 6.30 That's on a Friday real, night in Newark. Yeah. QXT's next Friday. Hope to see you there. Why don't you guys check out a little side project me, Renee, Sean, and Joe Unsubs have called the Spiky Tops.
that we wrote in like five minutes. Yeah. Most of it in the studio, actually. That was a fun day. But like, oh my God, when I hear that, it makes me so angry. I play guitar in that track, and I have like a little lead part, kind of, and like, it is just not there at all. And then in the bridge, that's my feedback you hear, and the feedback's supposed to be there. It was overdubbed, but I'm also playing, and like, just not there. Not the plenty of Renee. No, Andrew. I'm on the bass, though, too, so at least yeah. that, I did that double. But yeah, I'm not, I'm okay with the level and the rhythms, but it's supposed to go, and like, that's barely audible, and it makes me want to scream. But uh, I got you. No, I would be mad too. No, yeah, but it's an awesome track. We really like it. And actually, these first two tracks, especially because the computer has crashed, I am actually on slaps.com slash Pogo City Radio. You guys should go over to slaps, S-L-A-P-S dot com slash Pogo City Radio because we have a bunch of tracks uploaded there. It's um some new music site we found that one side it is killing it on. And uh, pretty awesome. And uh, you guys can listen to a bunch of free music and you can post your own music but you can't over post because it's weird we talked about this on here once before they have like an average and you have to comment on other people's tracks in Enough. order to post right yeah you got to keep your average up and you have to comment and if you want to post a lot you're gonna have to be interacting with other people's tracks a lot so it so forces you to interact with other yeah bands. It's, it's it's pretty cool but go to slaps.com slash pogo city radio for our page we have the spiky tops the unsubs bedlam punks uh one-sided oh and i think i know what we're gonna play next i just saw on here a very dirty album cover that i've made recently okay goes along <laughs> with uh the stabs motif for sure <laughs> i actually had this album cover made up for like two years now. It was supposed to be a sticker, but I was like, nah, I can't release this one. It's too raunchy. It's <laughs> too raunchy. So I put it on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, and Apple Music instead. <laughs> and uh, yes, yes, a flattering picture of some young ladies who are very happy to be on the cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rude Girl Jess, definitely on the Spotify and what we made. She's not actually the first album cover the actual hard copy album cover but i couldn't get a good enough quality artwork for the stores to accept it right because nobody has it right and uh, so i just remade one and it's you know it's just rude girl jess with her tits out and uh, now this one is familiar some, uh, with it some previous girls who used to hang out on the show a lot with their asses out <laughs> as they make out and uh, it is on slaps.com com slash pogo city radio it will be it is on spotify now and youtube so go look up the new sta they're not new tracks re-recordings live in the studio of the stabs with uh, me and brock in the band from 2019 here is permanent binge
Like I said, that is from the uh, new Stabs release, now available on all digital platforms, called More Sex, More Drugs, and More Alcohol. And uh, there's also, live in the studio, a previously unrecorded cover on there, some Gigi Allen for you, you guys, go. if you guys caught us live. Our own version, it sounds nothing, it's extremely slow, We on purpose, like it's right. super slow. It's I Wanna Fuck Myself, if you've ever seen us live we played it, but uh, yeah, look out for more sex, more drugs, and more alcohol for free on Spotify. I tried to make it for free on um, Apple and shit, but they, they don't probably let you. wouldn't let you. They don't let yeah. you. Yeah, and um, you know what's funny? If I so the Stabs had so many tracks, it had to be considered an album. I can um, they make me sell the one-sided shit, but since it's only like three or four tracks, I can make it as low as two dollars. They make this be like ten dollars. Nine ninety nine is the lowest it lets That's me set crazy. the price. I'm like, guys, it's a live album. I want to give it away for free. It's just yeah. hurting their own platform because now I'm telling you, like, it's you totally worth the listen on Spotify. But I put the goddamn thing up, and I don't want you to pay ten dollars for it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it wouldn't let me put it up otherwise. But it's free on Spotify. It's free on YouTube. And by all means, buy our other stuff. I'm just trying to be honest. That was for fun. It's a pretty good sound quality, and I'm not going to lie. That particular track right there, Permanent Binge, I fucking loved that song, and I worshipped that band in high school. And I'm not going to lie. I See, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just living in the moment because people don't appreciate things enough. And this would be lame and small for other people, but it was huge for me. The first practice I ever walked in with that, I played that bass line, that flat seven bass line, and all them rockabilly songs. Right. We got, and that's not in the original recording. Chad stops, he goes, holy shit, Andrew, that bass line was amazing. It is perfect. I never heard it like that. And Tim went, oh, that's how I intended it to be. And I knew, even though Tim never said that, it's just, if you're a musician and a bass player, you right. know that that part is supposed to go Right. And dude, getting that compliment from the drummer of my favorite band the first time I ever played with him, nah, yeah, yeah, that, like, I'm pretty sure... 14-year-old Andrew went back and like came in his pants over <laughs> Chad complimenting my permanent binge baseline. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so funny, right? Because there was a couple... We've all been there, man. There was talk of reuniting the stabs before me and Brock came around with other members and it fell apart. And I knew that the stabs were never going to be able to practice. We, we did our tryout and one rehearsal. That rehearsal is what is recorded. <laughs> the rest was all shows. And uh, we, um, uh, but the, me and Brock were in my house for like three months teaching ourselves this album. I recruited Black Zach, who's one of the best guitar players I knew, while he was in Germany 
in the military, recruited him to help me transcribe the songs by ear, figure out what key they were in. Right. And me and Brock sat here and practiced them for months because I was like, Brock, we need to walk in the room and know everything. I right. said, we need to walk in the room and it needs to be like we're at a show or this is never going to happen again. Yo, we got there. We knew the songs. Mike and fucking or Chad and Tim were like, how does that one go? They were asking <laughs> us. And there's actually a recording. That's awesome. The second it's it's the first day we've ever played. We, of course, right. opened with knock, knock, knock. And we were all like, holy shit, wow, guys, we actually pulled that off. And then Brock's wife came down and recorded it on her phone. So you can actually see me and Brock's tryout, if you will, in his basement on YouTube. Go over to Pogo City Radio. I'm sorry. I know that there's somebody out there listening who's like, the stabs suck. You suck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. I worshipped that band in high school, and <laughs> yeah. that's me playing a flat seven bass line with them. <laughs> <So> <laughs> all right, let's get to some more music. Why don't we do, we were talking about the Wheels Christmas album. Today yes. is the release party of the repress on Glow in the Dark. So uh, which track do you like better, Silver Bells or uh, the other one? Oh, uh, Is it? It is. Let me pull uh, it up real quick. It's beginning to look a lot That's, like Yeah, it's Christmas. Silver Bells or Look a Lot Like Christmas. Which one? Let's do the first one. Silver Bells? No, the... Um, okay, it's beginning to look a lot like yeah. Christmas. That's the B side. I All thought right. it was the A side. My this bad. This is off <laughs> the wheels ruined Christmas. Me and him got the original press. Yeah, we Hopefully did. Hopefully there's some left after this mega show in Houston, and you guys might be able to get the repress. We're going to try. We want them glow in the darks. Yeah. We want them glow in the darks. I don't know if a Christmas ornament comes with this one, but I hope it does. Here is its beginning to look a lot like Christmas. The wheels up next on Pogo.
Hopefully you're on your way to Houston now. We sadly are not. But uh, yeah, real fun hanging out with them a couple weeks ago. Real yeah, I was hanging out with the wheels there last month. Hell yes, yeah. Yes. And I don't remember any other set. I think <laughs> I said this already. It was amazing. I was fucking hammered. But yeah, it was, it awesome. was It was uh yeah, it was great fucking so many people. I mean, I'm very loud. The same qualities that people like about me, others despise, and I have a very loud distinctive voice i am italian i don't just talk like this on the show i talk like this all the time (laughs) (laughs) fucking uh yeah fucking i see this guy going to somebody yeah i think andrew's got some stickers and pins in the cars we'll have to go get him and i think it's this dude from philly who i like recognize but don't know no and i'm like oh yeah i'll run out to the car and get him and they turn around they go, i recognize that voice <laughs> and it was gordy and uh you guys can go back and uh, it's on youtube the video and it's also on spotify all over the place on our website the interview with gordy from the bad english and the wheels and uh yeah a lot of fun doing that i I mean, the wheels are like Blank 77, my childhood favorite. And, you know, they're not like super active, even though, look out, you're going to hear something new soon. So, like, I don't like, you know what I mean? I like they're not a I don't consider them a current band. They're still a 90s band to me, even though they're like playing tomorrow. Yeah, they're still a 90s band. The wheels are a today band and they 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 are are my favorite today band. There is there's no competition. I'm sorry. There's no competition. The wheels the the look the sound the attitude the the whole every how great of people they are and it's like that's what i want i want somebody who's looking snotty and obnoxious and having a blast in the video and then at the bar shakes your hand and says how the hell you doing yeah, you know what that's i mean awesome. and a lot of the jersey we got to scenes, do that we got to do that with gordy a lot of the jersey scenes like that and i've actually heard several people say that to me and uh, we've had plenty of the denver bands i feel like denver is like the capital of punk rock right now yeah. uh, we've had like it used to be new york la i really right. feel like it's denver we've had plenty of the denver bands on and it really seems like that they have that jersey feel like that like right. you know not just that they mean it but like it's almost like I don't want to use the term family too lightly, but like a family atmosphere. Like it seems like they have, like we do. Like when outsiders come here, they go, yo, I really noticed this scene is like a family. You guys all like love each other and you're, you're like at each other's birthday parties. Yes. Y- yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I think that's, the, that's it's because we're, I don't know, I guess it's that when you grow up in punk rock like you and me did like we both you're on your second kid i have two kids we're in our mid 30s oh i hate it when i hear somebody talking shit on young people i'm like oh, son of a bitch and then i'm like oh they mean 18 to 24 year olds i'm <laughs> i'm way older than that they don't <laughs> yeah. mean me at all i'm not they're not talking but about us I, I think when you grow up in punk rock like we did and you stick with it like especially like I, how could i not treat you like family i have known you Almost 20? twenty years. Like what is it? Eighteen, maybe. It's, it's like, eighteen you know I mean? at the least. It's like twenty at the yeah, most. Yeah, like so for real. Oh, well, like we we it would have been two thousand two. So twenty so years. T- almost twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. This kid it was walked like, up to me. It was like ninth grade. I was the new kid in school. I was new. Everybody hated me. I had a mohawk. The punk rockers hated me because I played football. The football players hated me because I was, was a punk, punk rocker. rocker. <laughs> and uh, I'm walking out of school one day. I I never even laid eyes on this kid to my knowledge. And he walks up to me and he goes, 
dude, you got a problem with me. Why, <laughs> why do you have a problem with me? I was like, I I don't know who you are. <laughs> and you were like, so you don't have a problem with me? I said, no. You said, do you want to start a band? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. Like, that's pretty much how it happened. That's exactly how it <laughs> happened in like the corridor of Easton High School. I just bought, I was like I just bought a drum set. <laughs> but I'm cu- I've never asked you this. What did you I literally didn't know who you were. What did you hear to make me think I heard think you I, someone told me that you th- thought I threw a bottle at your head or something like that and No, see dude, people hate it, man. People hate it. You cannot play football and have a mohawk. They they just it just nowadays you can because you can have like a faded like little Wayne Odell Beckham little Wayne Odell Beckham <laughs> mohawk but like I had a punk rock mohawk and that shit was not acceptable like I got <laughs> benched over it did like, you really oh yeah dude the last game they wouldn't let me play because they said it was the stupid pep rally right uh. and they said we had to wear suits and they said no mohawks I ain't wear no fucking suit and you damn well know my hair was spiked because back then my hair was spiked. Every day. <laughs> and fucking, uh, yeah, dude. And I was in the starting rotation, too. Like, we had really? a rotation. We had a we ran a 3-4 scheme, so four linebackers. Right. And we had a six-man. Did man. you play linebacker? Yeah, yeah. And, dude, oh, my God, did they laugh at me? Dude, they laughed at me so hard. So I had a mohawk, and I was, like, five foot two, 97 pounds, and I'm there trying to play outside linebacker. But then I was a starter. Dude, they hated it. Oh, <laughs> oh, they hated it. Oh, it was great. They hated the mohawk. So I get benched the last game because I spike my hair and all that. Dude, see where I came from, man? Football was about hitting people. All the skater kids played football. We were younger, and we all liked hitting each other. Right. We didn't have, like, this school spirit pep rally. Like, in Easton, Pennsylvania, high school football means something. Like, the movies you see about Texas... Easton and Phillipsburg, where we live, they have that. It's literally the oldest American sports rivalry, including the pros. It's over 100 years. Easton versus Peaberg on Thanksgiving every year. It just happened. Not last year because of COVID. Eli Manning and Peyton Manning were honorary coaches and at the game in our town. Uh, one for each team. Eli was for Jersey. Peyton was for uh, Easton. They were honorary coaches for the 100th meeting, and the game was on ESPN. So people, like, breathe high school football around here, and, like, so they expect you to be that jock and that, right. we love Easton. So, like, all the punk rock kids used to be, like, talking shit. They'd be like, do one for the team, Andrew. <laughs> and then the football players would be like, shouldn't you be, like, trying to, like, play guitar or something? <laughs> Fucking jerk off. Uh, they didn't yes. get it, yes. man. Yes. They didn't get it. Ah, being the new kid. Yeah. Being the new kid. Yes. With the mohawk. <laughs> 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 All right. What the fuck? I want to play something from our high school days now. What? So Defiance or Unseen. That's Sean's. As I come for blanks and the stabs, Sean definitely wanted to blow Mark Unseen. <laughs> 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 and... Um, I don't know if you wanted to blow anybody in defiance, but he <laughs> worshipped them. So, <laughs> but, uh, so what do you want to do, defiance uh, or unseen? Let's we'll do, do both. Which one first? All Pick right, it. let's do I'd Rather Fucking Die by Defiance. Ooh, we don't play that often. No, we don't play that very much. So that is off the, uh, is that off the that's first off album, the No Future? I'd no, Rather that's Fucking off Kill Myself. No, that's off the uh, the cop they did with the, the singles. The singles or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure... 
but uh, it's it, but, but that was on something before that. This is like a best of. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Was it on the second album, Nothing Lasts Forever? All right, here's I'd Rather Fucking Die. This is the original 7-inch version. We're going to try and see, and we always like the 7-inch version better anyway. Right. We're going to try and see what else this was on because it was on something else. Here's Defiance coming out of Portland. <laughs> at all didn't even check totally forgot to see what that also was on <laughs> but uh yes yes we're gonna get to a new segment of the show called let's piss off renee blanks all, <laughs> <laughs> all right no 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 i just i thought i thought 
since I have Renee's guitars here, because, oh, my God, I finally got this chick to get her guitars set up. Renee is a professional musician. I'm sorry. Like, at, she, at least she used to be, and now she's a semi. I don't fucking know. The girl is a pro. She has full-length albums, multiple you know what I'm saying? Record labels, tours. She's played on different continents yes. many times. Yes. That girl has not had her guitar set up in like a decade. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Disgustingly dirty. I swear to God. She gets it. Gets me to take it to my tech. And me and him, they're very nice guitars. They're real Gibson Les Pauls, of course. Bougie-ass bitch. But she treats them like they are fucking Epiphone $99 specials. <laughs> and um, it was, I finally, the thing that put her over the edge that finally made her get them set up, my fault in Florida. Now, if you know anything <laughs> Talk, Sean, about music. So, uh, what do we? I'm good. All right, all right. If Jesus. you know anything about uh, guitars, this down here is the bridge. All right. Now, um, this is called the Tunomatic bridge. That's what they put on Les Pauls, and I think they're fucking stupid. Now. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I used to absolutely love Gibson as a kid. I'll take a Les Paul in a heartbeat. But um, I'm a f I, I love me some Fenders. But uh, this bridge right here, see, Fenders bridges, they're completely different. My guitars string through the body, and uh, they have, like, different types of saddles. And what you do, you can take off all the strings, and you can clean especially Renee's disgusting, dirty fretboard with skin flakes on it from 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells me to restring her guitar. So I'm going to be nice. I bought her all these new cleaner shits for her birthday, all the shit that I use, like, uh, what's it called, Music Nomad. I really like them. And, uh, you know, I'm a B, and the easiest way to work with it is to take the strings all the way off. I got my little brushes that I got her and all that, and I take the strings off, and I forget I've owned Les Pauls, but I forget that this bridge, when you take all the strings off, is going to fall right the fuck off. And, yes, you can take it and put it right back up and put the strings, and no one will notice the difference until they're in the middle of their set. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> so without telling Renee, I went, oh, fuck, because I've definitely done that to my Gretsch as well, and my Gretsch, even worse, a Bigsby, which are one of them big country, like a tremolo system, but the real big, stocky, like country ones. Uh, first time I'm ever changing the strings, never owned one of those the entire bridge. I just hear all this like metal shooting apart. I see big ass springs that are like stainless steel flying across, or chrome or something flying across the room, and my bridge, my whole Bigsby is falling to pieces on my guitar that's a day old, and I wanted to change the strings on. <laughs> but yeah, What so did you do after that? I just... Put it. You can, what it is, it, okay, so only a real guitarist would notice. If you've been playing a guitar for a month, you wouldn't notice the difference anyway. But when the bridge like that comes off, it's going to fuck up the intonation. It's going to fuck up the action a little. What the action is is how much space there is from the strings and the neck. Renee's is insanely low and uh, pretty slinky, if you ask me. But um, the intonation is more important. What intonation is, so your guitar could be in tune. And you'd, you'd hit the open A and it would get to A. But as you go further up the neck, if the neck's not right and shit, like 
it could not, you, even though you're in tune up here in F, when you get up here, this won't be E anymore. And that's intonation. And so when you solo, your solos will be a little out. So you just got to, it's, it's all a measurement thing. You could fix it yourself. I'm not uh, savvy enough to do that. That's what I want to work on. I want to work on uh, learning. Like I was thinking about building guitars. I'm not a craftsman. Then I was like modding guitars. I was like, I could do that. But getting there to modding, I want to really focus on doing setups. Because I can, I, can I have make no a idea what the fucking setup is. Uh, doing what I'm talking about. I'm not a nerd like putting you. putting the bridge back on, but making sure it is intonated. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Doing what I did when to Renee's guitar. The, when he talks about this stuff, it. I I I'm just I sit there and go, uh huh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Nuts. Like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking the about. Guitarists the guitarists do, as I <laughs> tell him all the time. And I just feel like most of the people listening to the punk rock show play an instrument, and they don't all play the thum 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 Yes, yes. The drummer, like Marky Ramone, keeps his head down in shame. <laughs> stole that. Stole that from Stevie T, who we are now obsessed with in this house on YouTube. <laughs> but yes, oh, you guys have got to check it out. Maybe we'll play it in another show. Uh, if you guys search Stevie T makes a Ramone song on YouTube, this super nerdy, insanely nerdy, insane shredder, <laughs> like guitar shredder, <laughs> gets into costumes that are hilarious of all four Ramones and makes up his own Ramones <laughs> song. Like, in loving them, true to the Ramones, but poking fun at them. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's awesome, yeah. And it sounds great, <laughs> and it could totally be a Ramones song. It is 110% a Ramones song. You guys gotta look it up. The song is hilarious. It's like a 15-minute video. Stevie T makes a Ramones song. Go check it out we're not going to play the ramones because i don't want to get pulled let's play the unseen I, oh we oh okay we'll do the unseen i said we were going to do that then we'll get to sloppy uh so let's get to the unseen play uh are we dead yet of course i love that song. that's sean's favorite yes uh he got to sing that with them what was yes. that like? oh i got to what? sing uh we saw them with uh who did we see them violent with? violent society. society yeah and uh i got up on stage and was singing Dead uh, Are We Dead Yet? <laughs> I almost said Dead Cities. Singing Dead Ar Cities! <laughs> I love that song, too. We covered uh, it. I got to sing fucking Are We Dead, Are we yet? dead yet? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yes, thanks. Thanks, that was awesome. I got a bunch. They're all very blurry because he was very animated, as he should have been. But I got like 20 pictures of him. Blurry as shit, but still cool. Let's get Mark just straight up gave him the remote. The the Ramon. He gave you the remote. He gave me the remote. <laughs> yeah, he gave, he gave me the, the uh, microphone, and it was just me on stage. It was, that was great. It was fucking sick. Well, I guess it's Paul's it song anyway, probably. It's Paul's song. Yeah. I love I love the song that, the, uh, that Paul writes. It was so funny because you wanted to blow Mark so bad, and like you sang like Mark and I you did. were all about the Paul songs <laughs> but yeah let's get to the unseen are we dead yet Yeah. 
long enough. That was the unseen right there with Paul. And uh, it, it's been long enough. I, I never wanted to let the cat out of the bag. And then I was disappointed. But it's been years now. And uh, I, I guess I'll finally tell you guys a quick little story about one day when I'm getting a message from somebody and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Pogo is in his infancy. It's like six months. We've been doing it full time for like six months. All right. And I'm like, who is this dude? I'm like, Haha, that guy looks just like Paul Unseen. And I said, oh, his name's Paul. And I hit because that's his real last name. Right. And I hit accept. And then, boom, I get a message. And it is Paul Unseen, who I also worshipped in high school. And he's <laughs> like, you do that podcast, right? And I'm like, yes. He's like, give me your phone number. I need to talk to you. I'm like. What? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. And I, I'm like, you're Paul Unseen. Take my phone number. And he calls me and he's like loving the show. And I'm like, I'm doing the show forever. And fucking dude, he calls me up. Now, none of this ever came to fruition. He calls me up and he's like, dude, I want to start my own podcast. I love yours. You got a great personality. You seem like you know how to get it everywhere. He goes, I got an idea for a show. I want it to be you, me, and Mark Unseen. And we're all going to hang out on the phone. I'll write up some skits. We'll do some jerky boys, some prank calls. And I want you, me, and Mark Unseen to be the hosts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Le I, yes, like, and yeah, it's just, it just it didn't happen. But oh that my sucks. god, yes, dude. And we were planning. It's not like we spoke about it once, dude. He was calling me up like once a week. We had like a weekly phone call, and we were planning it out. Right. And then what happened was, good for him. The Pinkerton thugs started kicking around some more. Right. And I remember he was all excited. He was like, yo, I just designed our first t-shirt in 15 years. I love it. I'm going to send you a picture. And Pinkerton came around and that was the first thing. It was like, ah, let's talk about the podcast. Less weekly phone calls at Pinkerton, right. Pinkerton. And then he had a baby and then I think that's what happened. Oh. And it was just no show. No show. Could you imagine if me, Mark Unseen, Paul Unseen, had a Jerky Boys-esque podcast that would be awesome even it, it wasn't going to be one episode it was going to be like a bi-weekly show like a twice a month thing uh, dude even if it was just one episode could you i would uh, paul unseen was going to write skits he he wanted us to write skits that's awesome could you imagine especially and then nowadays if the show would have kept going you know it would be video by now and fucking could you imagine if me yeah you'd be Mark doing the Paul same thing like yeah you'd be doing the same thing video, we're doing but it would be like we're not doing skits you know what i mean but they'd be you'd be yeah. doing skits like this yeah, yeah you'd be yeah. doing them on camera and everything yep. yeah that'd be I awesome i wish that would have happened yeah man another one that sucks. I got like, and i'm not complaining guys these things didn't pan out this next thing didn't either but yo it's like i feel like i'm the dude who lost the award just to be nominated <laughs> but i also got i think i may have said this on here but i got this offer to model for a 999 album cover as johnny fucking thunders they wanted me to recreate the so alone album where johnny thunders is sitting in the chair with his head down and they were going to change it i was in a suit I still had the mohawk, but it was down, fucked up my hair, tried to make it bigger. Besides the hair, 
and I'm far more attractive. <laughs> I get the Johnny Thunders look down. I mean, dude, there's lights and they got like those fucking umbrellas on them and shit. Yeah. They got some naked chick on a bed behind me. Like she's covered. You know what I right. mean? But like it's supposed to be a naked girl. Like the like, you know, something's over her nipples type deal. Right. And uh, then they superimposed a bunch of stuff. And what it was, they superimposed a guitar case that was open in front of me. And I guess it had the album name on it. Right. And um, I personally didn't like the shot the photographer used. I wasn't even ready when he took the picture. We took a bunch, and I, I know the specific picture he used, and I was like, oh, that one's going to suck. And sure enough, he used that picture. And uh, it, that wasn't the reason, I'm sure. But the band just went in a total different direction. They didn't go with a Johnny Thunders or a. Uh. My, it went, they ended up doing like a cartoon drawing, like completely uh. not a photograph. That sucks. Dude, I. But I did, and I didn't get paid. Had the album, had the artwork been used, I would have been paid. Signed a contract and everything. And it Damn, said that. It's official. I mean? Yeah, it's official <laughs> shit. Dude, could you, if I was on a 999 album cover, not even as like a live fan in the crowd, but like a post, and then it's Johnny Thunders. Yeah. That's Johnny fucking Thunders. It wasn't the band who asked me. It was the photographer. You know what right. I mean? They gave the job to the photographer. I don't. Like no nine nine nine, but uh, <laughs> the photographer does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, fucking awesome. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Some I know, some people, they might not like it when I get a little uh, positive and when I try and encourage people. But yo, people, I used to be a piece of shit. I'm not gonna get into the specifics, but goddamn, did I used to be a piece of shit. And I didn't deserve one wink of happiness, and not not the not even just the fact that I'm a different person, but I'm a different person who gets to like do a mini version of his ultimate dream, you know, being in like a yeah. super cool punk rock band. Yes. it's not like I'm on tour every night, but I definitely have a huge music thing that's a part of my life, yes. and that's all I've ever wanted. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like. I don't even deserve that. Not only do I not deserve that, there's no way the limited shitty music things I do now, they shouldn't even be there. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think about other people, especially punk rock and especially the young punk rock kid, as I was talking about us being young punk rock kids. Yeah. Dude, now I will rock out to some Gigi. I really don't anymore. But let me tell you, I was totally the kid who when he found Gigi Allen at age 15, I was a little older, like 16, fucking no. And even before that, I was just like, oh yeah, being punk rock is being a drug addict <laughs> scum and I'm so punk. <laughs> and like, oh my god, was I flushing my life down the toilet? And, like, holy shit. Like, you motherfuckers wouldn't let me at a party. Renee Blanks, when I was friends with her with a kid, told me I wasn't allowed at her shows anymore. She said, don't let me catch you at our shows. I talk about how much praise and I fucking love them. <laughs> yeah. So think about when you're 18 and you're like, oh, my God, I know Renee Blanks. And you're, like, tight with her. And yeah. she calls you all the time. And then she gets on the phone and goes, don't you ever come to my fucking shows. Because <laughs> I was that much of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, people, like, you can be punk rock and adult 
and a dad and have fun. And you ain't gotta be a dad, but like you can be a real adult and a real punk rocker. It's possible. Like, you I do it every to, day. You don't have to sit on the corner spanging for spanging. What's the term? Spanging. What's it? Spa- spangling. Spanging. Uh, begging for change. What's the words? Panhandling. What yeah, there's about? an S one for it. Like you ain't gotta be on the streets panhandling. Like you could, you could, you could get a job. Even though I hate work, <laughs> but you, I have a job to support my music habit. That's that's what it comes down to. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you damn well know. Call me a sellout. I would never sell out, literally. But uh, if I could uh, make money off my music, oh my God, would that be a dream come true? <laughs> I would never be the dude who cut my hair and uh, you know put oohs and ahs and got um Nicki minaj to do background <laughs> but uh, if uh, you want to pay me to use my song yes gladly uh, speaking of which go to pogocity.shop and pre-order the new seven inch we got coming out pogo city records one side at the parasitics only ten dollars if you get it for ten dollars you can get discount merch wholesale also available we're going to be doing a christmas show soon possibly next week maybe the week after but uh we've been we've been dishing out a couple here and there so let's get to some sloppy seconds as we were talking about them earlier here's an older track hooray for santa claus I may have up here. All right. That Sometimes was the sloppy seconds. The slo- Yo, you try and run a podcast off your fucking cell phone yeah. when your laptop gets a broken screen in Florida. <coughs> Renee Blanks. <laughs> Probably she, that was after I told, I think I told her I fucked up her bridge after. Like before that, and that's probably why she broke my laptop screen. But uh, yes, no, no, it was it was <laughs> it was her fault or Mike's. But uh, yes, broken laptops. And then I go back to the desktop, and it was actually working good. The thing was running like shit when we used it. It was working good. And then out of nowhere, it turned off, and I went to turn it back on, and it's just a black screen with like DOS language. 
and nothing works. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sitting here playing songs off apps on my phone, and should I have downloaded it like our own bands? So yay, go this to what you got to do sometimes. This is go a DIY say, show. Now, DIY. Hey, I think it's going pretty well. It is going they got, pretty they well. They got an eighth of a second of the next song. Shit happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was our Christmas song. Like I said, we're going to be doing our Christmas show. I'm totally pumped that people are excited for it. Guys, we appreciate I suck with getting back to people. If if you message the Pogo page, I'm kind of bad at that. If you message me, I actually see it, and we love the love, and uh, people have been asking several about the Christmas show, and I'll tell you, Chupascabra is going to be on it. They have a Christmas song. It's their new track. It's been ready for a while. I haven't even listened to it. I don't listen to them anymore. I want live reaction. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so they have a Christmas song, and that'll definitely be featured. And uh, we have an awesome punk rock playlist that we love with bands with the Dwarves and the Ramones and some of the songs you've heard today. Yeah. And we got we got good ones. We got you know, we got Misfits and Dropkick and we got them punk rock Christmas songs. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and the Kinks. I always have to play the Kinks because that's the greatest Christmas song ever. Father Christmas. But uh maybe in two episodes We'll probably be doing the Christmas show. And uh, I was going to tell you, I brought it up on the last show. And while I was editing, I was like, oh, shit, I never went back to that. But I was so pumped. I just picked this up for my kids. Check this fucking shit out. I was telling you guys about it in the uh, last episode. It's oh, uh, yeah. Super Mario. Not even Mario Brothers. Super Mario for us NES kids. But uh, Shaky Tower, is it? And, uh, yeah, dude, they got all these characters here. There's mad characters, and it's, like, Yoshi and Mario, and it's the little statues. And I'm not sure. I think it's a combination of, like, Mousetrap and Jenga. Like, I think as we're playing, we're going to erect this tower that would be on, like, either Bowser's or the Princess's Castle. And then whoever and then knocks it over loses. No, no, we got to climb to the top Donkey Kong style. It appears they can't really see it in the camera, but uh, they are um, climbing up like Donkey Kong, old school Donkey Kong, not Super NES, more like uh, Atari Donkey Kong. Yes. But yeah, that's a Christmas. They are all about Nintendo right now, my kids, <laughs> and it's great. Fucking Miss uh, Renee Blanks, the one who told me to never come to her shows again. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, she, uh, she bought them a fucking Nintendo Switch. I couldn't think. Nintendo Switch, so me and the Rude Girl Jess picking them up some games, but uh, yeah, they, they play the fucking, there's they'll a Mario card. I love that game. Oh, yeah, they My play son had one, and then he puked all over it. <laughs> I can't believe that broke it, though. <laughs> it broke it. But uh, they fucking, um, Deja Vu, did we say this in the last episode? I think we did. Holy I'm having a weird shit. Deja Vu Were we on right the now? show, or were we just talking? I don't I think <laughs> I don't remember. I don't because I don't think I said Renee was getting them. I may have. Well, that eh, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm you getting the weird, the weird feeling of deja vu. I feel like yeah, because I think actually we said all this, and then I said oh, I'm gonna go get the toy during the next song, and like I took a bunch of dabs instead <laughs> and forgot. <laughs> so yeah, we just recapped. But yeah, guys, we love the listener love, and guys, I can't stress enough. Thank you so much for the pre-orders, and I can't stress enough. Uh, please, please pre-order. <laughs> Do please it. Pre-order. It'll be. I, I pre-ordered mine. Actually, we should have 
some uh we should start getting some definitive dates soon it's actually the month of december and i haven't been notified about any slowdowns so i should have the test pressing in the next week or two oh Good. i didn't even realize that holy shit dude we're about to have a test pressing that's awesome. And we're going to listen to this test pressing live on Pogo City Radio, of course. You've heard the songs, but <laughs> we're going to play it on vinyl anyway. Yes. And, uh, but uh, w- it'll be black because all the test pressings are black. Dude, I have no idea what this 7-inch is going to look like. All I know is I told her to combine pink and yellow, and she said there would have to be some clear, and it's a pink and yellow tie-dye. They call it splatter, more of a tie-dye in my opinion. And you can see like specs, there's like windows of clear in the other ones they've done, but I haven't seen our, like I've seen their other finished products with other color schemes. Right. I went with the colors of pink and yellow, mostly because of our uh, traditional old school logo. Oh, there you go, yeah. That's why I did it, yeah. And uh, like I always, I always saw Pogo as pink and yellow. It's so girly, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> and uh, I love Saved by the Bell in blank 77 colors. Deal with it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, what the fuck was I just talking about? Something about colors? What color? What? <laughs> Where am I? For real? We're, we're talking we about talking uh, about? we're talking about colors of the uh, seven inch. Seven inch. Thanks yeah. for listening, Sean. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, bud. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So what it is is we can't really get it any type of time frame until the s- the, the test press is in because if the test press, I get it and I'm like, oh shit, this is right. We will have the album in four to six weeks. And, uh, yeah, so they will be. Uh, the people who pre-ordered them are going to get them be well before the release date. The release date will probably not be till March. The stores that it's in aren't going to have them out till March. And uh, we're not doing a release show till March. But if you pre-order the album at pogocity.shop, when I get them and they're ready, they're being mailed to you. So you will get them in advance, especially if the test pressing comes on time. The reason we're going with a March release date is in case there is problems. But right. hypothetically, if there are no problems, the it people who pre-order, we'll you, you'll get, get the thing in, in like January, January. Yeah. like if everything goes well. You know what I mean? So or maybe February, you know. And uh, I guess we better get to work on those covers, huh? Got to get to work on those covers. Covers, yep. much shorter turnaround. We could get covers in like a week, two weeks. So, But yeah, go over to uh, at Pogo City Radio on Instagram and uh, check out the artwork. Rob with Dead End Gen Design. And remember, people, go over to Spotify. We got a Pogo City Records playlist now. That's the uh, easiest link to just promote. And you can find a tracks from all the releases we have recently put on Spotify. Uh, the Stabs, the Unsubs, One Side of It, the Parasitic Soon. And uh, we're going to get out of here with the Unsubs. And these guys are coming out of Virginia, and uh, we're going to get interrupted at the closing of the show. Yeah, thanks. But I don't know why you didn't know, but uh, yes. That's the ass on the new album cover. (laughs) (laughs) She showed her face. (laughs) She showed her face. Now you know what she looks like. They can't tell in the colors. But yes, we are going to get out of here with the unsubs. Joe doing vocals in the spiky tops. He plays 
bass in this band. Here they are. Up next, find them newly added to Spotify with Drinking Song.